and all opens up. It all opens up. And then you slide down this tunnel. And then the Nazis are there and they're like, hey. Well, hello, everybody. I'm Arden Rose. And I'm Will Dobbs. And you're listening to Crash on My Couch. Which is our one-stop pit stop of the internet. Of all the interesting things that you would like to hear about. Ain't that right, Willie D? That is right. This week on Crash My Couch, we talk about how faking your death to get out of sex is not just a human thing. How sighing may just be saving your life. And how there might be a Nazi bunker under the Denver airport. Well, hey guys. Hello. Welcome to Crash on My Couch. I'm Arden Rose. And I'm Will Derbyshire. And we're about to talk about some real shit today. Some real shit. Yes. I'm very tired today, so I'm sorry, by the way, if I say a bunch of things wrong or mispronounce a million things in all the articles that we read, um, because I'm sort of brain dead today. I think Will probably feels the same way. We've been moving house for the past couple days, and as if anybody knows what that feels like, you know it feels like... Um, having one of your organs forcibly removed and then having to put that organ in a cardboard box and seal it up and move it to a new house and then unpack it and get rid of the cardboard box and yeah and then re-eat your organ and then do it four more times yeah and then like perform surgery on yourself to put that organ back in place yeah and then like calling a million people to see if you can get wi-fi in the organ and like all that stuff yeah it's just kind of sort of the worst um but also the best because now will has a really cool apartment and we're so excited to be here and it's such a great time but, oh man, do I love sleep right now. Oh, yeah. I, I miss sleep. I remember sleep once. <laughs> sleep. It feels like an old friend that I haven't seen in a while. Am I right? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. We're uh, coming back at you this week with some more information, per se. Information. I said information, and I was like, is it information, or is it just <laughs> nonsense? like fun facts that we get to discuss for like an hour which is something that i'm kind of into and i'm not Mm. sad about so um this is our podcast and this is an authoritative like um it's almost like a dictatorship that we've created for ourselves so we get to say and do whatever we want on here that's very true don't know why i felt the need to say that but it's true (laughs) this is ours and we love it and um i'm glad you guys liked all the q a questions we did for the past two weeks we were also on vacation last week um, which you guys probably saw pictures of on our Twitters and Instagram. Yeah, we, we, we went from luxury to pure hell. Yep. So it's been a, a crazy week. Mm-hmm. It was almost one of those things, we were talking to Will's mom about it, where it's like, we had such an amazing vacation, and we completely were unaware of the fact that, like, literally the day after we got back, we were going to be sleeping in a new apartment. Yeah, like, coming off that vacation, I was just, like, <laughs> levitating. Like, I was just, like, floating. I was just... <laughs> I was just this. I was just one with the air, just blowing in the wind, just this seamless breeze. And uh, next day, I felt like I've just fallen into a pit of poisonous snakes, <laughs> and I'm just being bitten multiple, repeatedly. Multiple times. Yeah, but also just giving up on life. Yeah, like the snakes are so comfortable that you're while just trying to there. talk to like BT. An internet provider for people that don't know what BT is on the phone. Yeah. That's just my life at the moment. Oh, it's hell. But, Um, uh, yes. But we're surviving and we're here this week to um, talk to you guys about some fun stuff. 
Speaking of survival. Oh, here's a segue. Yep, it's kind of a good segue into our first segment. Animals are badasses. So, uh, Will actually found this article, and I think it's really, really funny, and I'm excited to talk about it because um, the way this article is written, uh, I'm just going to read the first paragraph. Okay. I feel like, because this is what you did to me. You read the first paragraph out loud, and I was like, yep, we're talking about that. Okay. A researcher has observed female dragonflies doing something that many human women have probably considered when confronted with unwanted male attention. Faking death. So that's the beginning of this article. <laughs> that's me. If that ain't me, I don't know what is. Just faking death. Faking death. Did you death. try and fake your death when we first met? I mean, I ghosted you. You did ghost So me. yeah, I sort of did kind of try You're to like, fake You're like, whoops, soz, I'm dead. Sorry, come to my funeral. It's <laughs> at this address at 6 p.m. Have fun. Um, this is from the Huffington Post, by the way. And this article is by Hillary Hansen. Hillary, you seem to get it. <laughs> I just got to say, you seem like you get it. Um, okay. The University of Zurich's Rasim Khalifa, holla at Mr. Khalifa, who has studied dragonflies for the past decade, told new scientists that he was collecting moorland hawker dragonfly larvae in the Swiss Alps when he saw first, when he first saw the phenomenon. So, um, that's just badass. Like, he's in the moorlands in the Swiss Alps studying dragonfly larvae. Cool. A male was pursuing a female, at which point she dove to the ground and lay motionless on her back until the male left. That's incredible that they, like, that dragonflies are so aware of situations. Dragonflies are like the introverts in school that don't want any social contact contact with anyone. So they just, like mumble something and then walk away i was a dragonfly you're a female dragonfly yeah, i was a female dragonfly because in any given situation all i wanted to do was play dead <laughs> to get myself out of the situation you know what? and you were also like that with female attention this was actually kind of a reverse situation for you mm. so you were lying on your back playing dead while girls were like hey love me yeah hey like poking you yeah hey are you dead <laughs> hey do you still have a pulse i can imagine like some like guy dragonfly called like Chet or something. Ooh, he would be Chet. Chet the dragonfly. Oh, and he hits up every single he's one like, of those single dragonfly ladies like, every day. Yeah, he like rolls up with a Bud Light and like Ooh. a mullet. Ooh. And he's like... More like Natty Light, let's be real. Yeah. Ooh. And he's like, um, hey, can I buy you a beer? Ew. And... <laughs> she, just, she just hits the floor. <laughs> she just and she hit the floor. She's like, oh, sorry, I've just got to go die. How, excuse me, real quick. I would rather be dead than deal with you in this situation. Yeah. That's what she's saying. I just love that this is so aware. Like, the thing that makes me really laugh is that nature is so universal. Like, it's not just female human women that deal with this shit and want to roll over and pretend like they're dead. Like, dragonflies are sick of men's shit. Like, I like dragonflies. Like, a fucking insect that, like, reproduces in a single day and then dies is, like, still not wanting to Yeah, fuck. and then what does that say about the male dragonflies as well? Because that they're they, really douchey. Yeah, they're really douchey, but then also, like, they see them hit the floor, they just check if they're okay, and then just walk <laughs> And off. then leave. Like, once they know that they're not going to have sex with them, they fucking like, leave. Well, I'm out. <laughs> yep, wasn't me. <laughs> then a creeping in the wind. But apparently, I think the article points out that actually um, it goes on to say that the females don't want to risk having sex with 
another partner because it could kill them. Or, wait, what? Yeah. Whoa, can I, wait, let me read this real quick. In fact, males have evolved a sophisticated penis structure that sweeps sperm out of the reproductive tract of the female. Therefore, since one copulation is enough to fertilize all eggs, it is disadvantageous to carry out extra copulations, given the potential survival costs. So it's it's more dangerous to have sex. So in this circumstance, they're like, I'm going to play dead. Because back out the situation, homie. I don't need this. Because I just don't. I just don't need this. I don't need this. Your dick ain't that good. No, that dick ain't that bomb. Yeah. This is like that one Tinder date that you really regret, and he won't stop hitting you up, so you ghost him. Yeah. Or play dead. Or exactly, you play dead. Also, it's hilarious because in this article, they also included a bunch of like tweets that came out in response to this article. So it's (laughs) all these women being like him. Hi, would you like to dot 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 her interrupts? I can't. I'm suddenly dead. <laughs> like, nope, and I'm dead. Another person just commented, have done this at bars. <laughs> <laughs> me. Me taking a shot and then immediately afterwards when a guy comes up to me, literally like drops, drops to the bar. Yeah. Like bangs my head against the bar and dies. So there you go, all the ladies or the women just uh, know listening it's, to this. It's not just us. It's yeah. And you know, if you need to get out of a situation play dead lay down there for a few minutes and hope the best because from the sounds of it it's been working out it's had some good results yeah also i think it's funny that he the guy who did this study khalifa said he observed 27 out of 31 female dragonflies attempting to avoid males in this way and most cases playing dead appeared to be successful yeah so listen it's a tried and true method this should be one of those cosmo sex tips Hey, ladies, need to stop your man from hitting on you? Play dead. Play dead. Act like you are a rotting corpse in the corner. Ride around on the floor and pretend you've died of something. Of something. Horrific. Yes. The key to this, though, is that you can only do this once. Right. Well, to one partner. I mean... You can do it as many times as you want to random people. I was going to say, there's no limit to this You can die as many times as you want to random people. It's just your partner. Like, if I really didn't want to have sex with you one night, I could only do that once. And then I would never be able to see you again. Yes. And that would be a big cost. That's true. That would be a really big cost. You must really not want to sleep with that person or even talk to that person or even just be in the same vicinity (laughs) as that person. Yep. So in that case, then, yeah, it doesn't really make a it difference. It has to just be bar people. Yeah. It has to be creepy bar people or like it's a Tinder final date. Out. It's your final mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Death. The ultimate ghosting is to actually become a ghost and die. So we've told you how to play dead to avoid having sex with someone that you don't want to have sex with. But we haven't told you how to skirt death. And we're going to right now in the next segment. Go science! Go science! Go science! Okay, Will, hit me up. I hear you have a fascinating article for our beautiful, beautiful listeners. Boy, oh boy, do I. This, indeed. By the way, can I preface with this with, by the way, before he read this out loud to me, um, he just read me like the title of it and kind of gave me a synopsis, and it immediately made me like roll my eyes and laugh because I was like, this is us. Like, if there could be an article that was supposed to be written for us and our audience, it is this article. So, this article is on um, livescience.com and it's written by Lindsay Dogson and (laughs) the title of the article is Ah Really? You Would Die If You Didn't Sigh. Nice. So... Oh wait, so wait, can I just... So the title is Ah Really? 
You would die if you didn't sigh. Nice. I'm trying to reemphasize the fact okay. that you did a good job. I'm just trying to reemphasize for yeah. our beautiful listeners that ah is like supposed to be like oh, uh, you sigh, blah blah blah. So, I have a question for you, Arden. Okay. How many times do you think you sigh in an hour? That depends. How often am I around you? But nice. Just kidding. Um, totally just kidding. The question is, what's the difference between a sigh and a yawn? Is a sigh like this? A yawn's like, and um, you can't see this, but I'm opening my mouth <gasps> and making that sound right there. There's a, a yawn. A sigh's like, <sighs> right? Okay, so it's kind of one of those, like a clearing breath. Yes. Why am I having to define sighing for myself? I don't know, but so, okay. Um, is this some? Yeah. It must be. You say in an hour or in a day. Um. In an hour. In an hour? I probably sigh like once, if even that. I don't think I sigh that often. So people actually sigh about 12 times every hour. How? Or once every five minutes. How? Me. I sigh every five minutes. In fact, I sigh five times every five minutes. I'm sorry. I would like to see the uh, scientific information, the correlation between when Donald Trump became president and how many times people sigh an hour, because I think that would be a very interesting correlation. Um, 20 times in an hour? No, uh, 12 times every hour. 12 times every hour. I don't feel like I sigh that much. Okay, then we have to debate the, the, the length of, of a breath or a sigh. Like, what's a deep breath or a sigh? A sigh is just kind of like an exasperation. You know, it's like a... Well, you just did it just then. Yeah, that's a sigh. Yeah. It's like a deep clearing breath. Can you hear me just breathing? This is our ASMR episode where I just breathe into it the mic. It doesn't necessarily signal tiredness or exasperation. Rather, this article is claiming, these scientists are claiming, that sighs are vital to keeping the lungs functioning properly. Well, is that why we sigh? So apparently, um, researchers from UCLA... Woo! Um, have identified the source of sighing, which they classify as a life-sustaining reflex that prevents air sacs located in the lungs, called the alveoli, from collapsing. So this is something that you... It's almost like a clearing thing? Yeah. Because, you know, when I think about it, a sigh is something that's very satisfying to me. Kind of like a cough, like clearing my throat, or like blinking when my eyes are dry. I feel like a sigh falls into that category. And each of those are like biological responses that do something good for you. Like when you blink a bunch of times, when your eyes are dry, it helps moisturize them. Or when you cough and clear something out of your throat, you're getting phlegm out of your throat. So it makes sense that a sigh would do something, but I just never thought it actually had a reason to be there. So it, you're saying this is life-saving, sighing. Yeah, because apparently um, if you weren't able to sigh, the alveoli wouldn't be able to reinflate and the lungs would fail. Alveoli, alveoli, give me alveoli. the formula. You know what's funny? At school, the one thing I do remember is the alveoli because it was that like gross, like... Um, like did, did it look like a little cow- cauliflower? Kind of like a balloon. Yeah, like a kind of a circular balloon, which like would inflate and deflate. Ew. And it had like little like blood speckles on it. Ew. It's like really gross. So, um, <laughs> me. Yeah, so basically, if that doesn't reinflate the lungs will fail all i've wanted to say this whole time is alveoli alveoli give me the formulaoli formulaoli nice do you remember what that's from no <gasps> you get one guess what's that from dear hmm. listeners tweet me if you know what it is i know what it is they're all gonna know <gasps> you don't know no i'm sad for you 
it's a childhood memory. It's from our childhood. That's all I'm going to tell you about it. But I think you're going to find out on Twitter and be very disappointed that you didn't guess it. Sorry. (laughs) True. So basically, being a cynical asshole or tired of everyone's shit keeps you alive. Yes. I thought that was slowly killing me. But it's good to know that kind of disliking everything and being fed up with everything is actually part of my life source. Yes. And to answer your question from earlier, you're basically like... It's like your um, alveoli is kind of like a wet balloon, is the example they give. And so if it collapses, Mm. um, it would like stick together and it would be more difficult for it to reinflate. Ew. So you're kind of like passing gas and you're like, you know, when you're sighing, you're exhaling and clearing, clearing, Mm. clearing yourself. Clearing the wet balloon. Effectively. Okay. So yeah, you need to sigh. Okay. If... You want to live. How many times do you think you sighed today? Oh my gosh, so many times. <laughs> today in particular, I think we sighed at least 50 times. I must I must sigh constantly. Let's see. So the first thing we there's woke up... There's a difference and- though. I mean, there's, there's a difference because you could just have like an almost like a... Huh. Which is, which is kind of like a... Uh, anyway. Kind of, that's, that's kind of like... Mm. You know, you using a sense. She's like... Huh. Like, it's a pause in thought. It's a pause in thought, or mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're filling a dead silence in the mm-hmm. room. It's an ellipses. Like, it is the dot, dot, dot of the real world. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But then equally, another sigh could be you longingly looking out at your window <sighs> and being like... <sighs> or looking at those vacation pictures from last week. Yes. <sighs> oh, if so only. So you, you actually have different sighs, if you think about it. There are different like, exasperations you're doing constantly. So you actually mm. sigh more than you think you do. Okay, let's think. Today, I woke up in the morning and it was incredibly hot outside. And we had closed the windows because London's having a heat wave, which is gross. And I sighed really hard at that. But it was one of these. (sighs) Yeah, that was like a disgruntled sigh. It was a, I wish I had gotten three more hours of sleep this morning type of sigh. Yeah. And then um, got up, went downstairs, uh, had breakfast, sort of burnt my toast and did one of these. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> one of those but then I realized that the other side was fine so I did a oh that's nice yeah and then right. I went in the living room and hung out and I think we were chatting about something and we decided that we were all gonna watch something and then it kind of got delayed and I did one of those oh. there are multiple different sides I have a there lot of sides and negative sides yep I typically, I consider a sigh something negative, but then I was thinking about it and like a sigh doesn't have to be negative. It can also be something where it's like, uh, like a sigh of relief, obviously. That's true. But it's funny because like, and you know, obviously we've been together for a while, but we can tell from each other or we can tell from anybody though. <laughs> yeah. What, what a sigh indicates, indicates, which is really crazy. Cause it is just, you know, like a, a bodily yeah. function. Yeah. Like something that's involuntary. Because I, si- I don't think about it when I sigh. A sigh of relief is like, oh my God, oh my God, I can't believe that. Whereas like a, <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a longing sigh is like a... Oh. Yeah. Oh, this like, is cute. You should do voiceover work. And a disgruntled sigh is like... Wow, you got some acting chops there, babe. Thanks. You get in all the Thanks. different categories of size really go. well. Like, but they're so different to each other. Mm-hmm. And you know the subtext between each one. Yeah, I just can't believe we, that we do it 12 hours, 12 times each hour. I know. That really blows my mind because that means that in a day, it, what's 12 times 24? 
that's not going to happen. That math is not going to happen for me. I'm sorry, guys. It's just not going to happen. Is it? F- don't. Just don't try. 48? And don't try. And that doesn't. That's so not right. It, even, it hurts me to even say don't that. Is it 480? Don't try and Is it 480? You need to stop doing it. I'm so bad at math. I can't even tell you. You're bad at math. <laughs> you need to stop doing it. I'm so sorry. You're I, digging yourself up. I'm, I'm, I, listen, I got a shovel in my hand and I'm 10 you feet if it deep. it was just like 48 though. Yeah, what's 12 times? What's okay, why don't you tell me what you think it is and then I will let you know. I think it's 480. Let's see. You think it's 480? Yeah. By the way, guys, I'm terrible at math. Those are like the bottom class of maths. I hate maths with a burning passion. Yeah, but I respect people that are good at maths. Yeah, I'm terrible at math too. Because they do the things that I don't need to do. Oh, yeah. If I could, I wish I could transplant my brain with someone who's really good at math. <laughs> what did you think it was? 480. What is it? Did I get it so wrong? 288. Where did I get 480 from? Know, you pulled that out of your ass. Babe, I'm so bad at math. It hurts. Where, what, what planet am I from? I this know. is, this is why I'm in a creative job. And this is why I sigh so much because it's embarrassing how little I have intellectually going on. Yeah. Math wise. Yeah. We just aren't math people. No. My entire family isn't math people, except for my my dad's. Except good. my mom, who's a genius at math, she can just do anything. Your mom's good at math. Yeah, she's unbelievable. Give her, give her. She would have got that in five seconds. Really? Yeah. What it's happened to your weird? What happened to your dumb little noggin? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, good to know that having relief or being pessimistic or really any kind of feeling that is accompanied with a sigh keeps you alive. Yes. Speaking of size and rolling your eyes, it's time to talk about the all-seeing eye. Do you know what that is? <laughs> it's part of the Illuminati, bitch. <gasps> yep, we're going to... Conspiracy Camp! Whoop, whoop! Better pack your bags, Will! That's our new tagline, everybody. That's, that's awful. Yep. Did you actually ever go to camp, by the way? I'm just curious. No. Really? I went to camp a bunch, and I hated it because it was really Camp sounds like my worst nightmare. It's awful. As an introvert, I don't know how you would do it. Like, I was an extrovert, and I still felt like I wanted to hang myself every single night I was there. Yeah. I would not enjoy that. Having to be, like, in those, like, little wooden huts... With, like, multiple people in yeah. bunk beds. Yeah, And just, like, talking about things all the time. That sounds <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Your worst nightmare. And you had to share communal showers. <gasps> We'd all wear, ba- like, bathing suits and all shower together. Was it, like, a band practice one? Like, did you go and, like... like? Was I in band, babe? Are you... Like, do you think I went to one time at band camp? They, do you think I was in fucking band camp? Isn't that what they do at, like, camps and stuff? They, like, march and, like... No! Listen, I went to a good old Christian camp in Little Rock, Arkansas. No, it was in Maumelle. No. Yeah, I think it was in Maumelle, Arkansas. Um, doesn't really make a difference. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. I can't actually remember what it's called right now. Um, but I remember distinctly that like every time we went, at least, at least 10 people called crying to their parents trying to get sent home. That would be me on the first day. <laughs> I would try and leave. Like, I remember I tried I to... I would f- be the kid that breaks out. I tried to fake a fever just so I could go. Like, I tried to fake a I fever so I could dead. be sent home. I would do what the dragonflies do. Play dead. Play dead. Get myself, take the nearest hospital, and then break the fuck out of there. Yeah. But you know what's so stupid is that we paid to do this. 
That sounds awful. Why would I want to go fucking canoeing? Like we didn't actually do that. Mine was actually, you know what? To be honest, it was a dope camp. Like honestly, Brook Hill. It was called Brook Hill. Here's the thing: I'm not going to be paying. I'm well. Okay, I'm not going to be paying money at all. My parents would be paying money if I was. How old were you? I was well. Must have been thirteen. But either way, I'm not slapping down cash to go to a fucking camp to mm-hmm. sit in a canoe, mm-hmm. sing fucking lullabies around a fire, lullabies, and then do one of those trumpets in the morning, like, burr, 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 and then pull up a flag. I don't care. Are you thinking Parent Trap style? Yeah. I feel like your only, like, reference to camp is Parent <laughs> and, Trap. And, and do fencing. <laughs> and do fencing. <gasps> and do, like, pranks on Was people. Was fencing a thing at camp? Do people actually do no, fencing? No, I did horseback riding, go-karting. Horseback riding. Which is pretty fun. Go-karting would be dope. They had a thing called Big Lake and Little Lake, and you could only go to Big Lake if you were over 14 years old. Huh. Or 13 years old, I think. And then they had, like, stuff like worship and all of that. I really just didn't like, because you had structures. You had, like, six classes you had to go to a day. Right. Which was kind of gross. Um, six classes of what? Like, like knitting? Like, yeah. Like, it would be, making like... Making dolls? Like, gymnastics was a class. Or horseback riding was a class. Or, like, whatever. A class? Like, like, what type of class? Like, you would do it for, like, an hour and a half. Is it, like... In Harry Potter, where they, he has to ride the hippogriff. Yeah, it's like that. It's like tennis. We would all just like play tennis for an hour and a half, or we would go horseback riding for an hour and a half, or we go go karting for an hour and a half. That's how it does. You know, it does sound fun. It's fun if you go with your friends, but like I was one of those people in high school that didn't really have friends. Like I had friends. I'm just, but not really. My experience of it has just been tainted by television and film, and I feel like it's a place where people just play constant pranks on each other. No. That's not a thing. Like, for example, pushing out a mattress onto the nearest lake. <laughs> that wasn't even at so camp. Yeah. They just did that when they were camping. Listen, it was in the same movie. <laughs> like, okay. It's the same fucking thing. Too many fucking parent trap references. You know what did happen one night, though? Oh, my gosh. One night at camp. Tell me. This is not juicy. Oh, my God. This, is, so you know this how, sounds like, so juicy. Wait, this is so good. She's, guys, some insights to this. She's leaned in. <laughs> like, she had her arms back. And then she leaned in. I leaned in to tell you this juicy secret. Um, at this camp in particular, it was like I said, it was a Christian camp. So we did a lot of worship. Like in the morning, we went mm. and sang like Christian songs, and right. we'd like go home and like do whatever. So uh, you know, at night, how typically in like camp shows and stuff, you hear about like the girl and the guy like meeting at the lake and like they did stuff yeah. or whatever like yeah, or yeah, like yeah. guys sneaking into the girls cabins and like getting busy you know what I mean like there's like always some like weird little like reference that like that like somehow there's like some like secret shit going on at those like cabins <laughs> um you know what my fucking <laughs> you know what my camp did all the boys snuck into our cabins oh my god and sang worship songs at us that is the lamest thing I have ever heard in my entire life. That is the kinky stuff that was going on at Christian camp. So, let me get this straight. Come midnight, bunch of these fucking hellraisers. Oh, and they all had candles. Uh, they all brought candles. Okay, so it's and they were led satanic. by the counselors. And they were led by the counselors. Like the counselors were in on it. Uh, so, <laughs> some guy. Ran down the corridor at midnight. I was like, guys, I'm getting the gang together. We're going to go hit the girls' rooms. <laughs> and we're going to get the shit. And this party started. The counselors are on it. They're c- probably coming out of those cabins, laughing, smiling, <laughs> just chatting away, talking about the adventures to come. <laughs> and then they get there and just... Sing. And just sing. Our God is an awesome God to us. In unison? In unison. In unison. And, oh, oh, best part. 
a couple of the guys because I don't know I don't know if you guys were raised in a Christian home, but I for sure was, and I went to a lot of worship services and like fellowship kids services and all this shit. There were always kids that could play the guitar, like the acoustic guitar, always, and they were always looking for an excuse to practice. And every <laughs> single one of those kids that could even partially play an acoustic guitar were fucking strumming along oh my gosh. outside of our cabins and Wait, belting it. So they were outside the cabin. They like they they surrounded our cabins, so it was like they were like singing through the windows. Like they weren't even in our they weren't even in our cabin. So they were like, let's not teepee the girls like girls like let's not put maple syrup yeah, all over the floor. Not, let's not teepee the girls' dorms or like yeah, put maple syrup on the floor. Or put all their like beds on the roof. Or like I don't know, steal the fucking underwear or saying whatever whatever weird thing people do at camp. Yeah. Let's go sing worship songs. Yeah. Because this was a wholesome camp. To be honest, like it sounds I, very nice. Yeah, it was. The thing is, it was a very sweet, but camp. very anticlimactic. Very anticlimactic. Also, I had a thing about like not wanting to poop around anyone. <laughs> so that I don't know about you guys, but I get strange anxiety about finding good places to poop where no one can like disturb me. Did you have to? Well, like the toilet must have been. They were like stalls, like metal stalls. So you had to, like, poop, like, with someone. How, how old were you when you were doing this? It must have been from when I was, like, 10 or 11 to 13 or 14. You know, because I had two friends that were in my year that would go to camp in America every year. And I was so jealous every year. I was like, they, they sound like the best time. They probably did have a fun swinging time. Swinging into fucking lakes yeah you know talking to the honeys talking to the honeys um skimming stones with your best gal going steady okay are you from the 1950s yes no but that's how i imagined it in my head but now you know what the real realness is yeah i've got a mix of parent trap and i've got a mix of bible camp now it's bible camp i straight up went to bible camp they also had like a night every year mm. where they would like talk about how like Jesus died and rose again and we would all stand around this big cross and people would start crying and like confessing all their sins this sounds terrifying <laughs> i'm bringing all this back up this sounds like like inadvertently like the Ku Klux clan or something well and then people would come forward like people would come forward because there would be a pastor or like someone at the front or like um counselors to be honest everyone was really sweet like it was never like gross or okay. creepy no i'm just imagining this like really horrifying i know forest in the middle of nowhere I and there's like, just this cross and everyone's standing around it crying yep it pretty much i mean it, that's what it was it was like um then you would like ask jesus back into your heart and it always sat weird with me that you would, like, make a bunch of kids, like, emotionally vulnerable just so you could, like, be like, you love Jesus, right? Wow. But then they had Watermelon Day where you could eat watermelon all day. So then that was really fun. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Then there was watermelon, so it was okay. Well, I mean, all things aside, it sounds like a pretty fun experience. Yeah. Camp was cute. And, like, honestly, it could have been really fucked up, and it was not. It was, like, cute and innocent and fun. And, like, honestly, no one was doing any sketchy shit there, which was nice. It was just a nice Arkansan thing. Well... That was a so we spiral. Totally derailed, but just so you know, now you know a bit of my backstory. Um, so we were talking about conspiracy camp, weren't we? Yes. Yeah. Um, so conspiracy camp, the segment we're going to be talking about this week is uh, something which is particularly interesting. Mm -hmm. And the conspiracy is that of the Denver airport conspiracy. 
Ooh. Now, Denver, that's in Colorado, right? Yeah. Okay. Just so I know. I've watched a lot of South Park in my time. So, Denver Airport. Yeah. I actually wanted to look up just a second ago. I felt the urge to look up and make sure I knew that Denver was in Colorado because I'm that brain dead right now. No, there's that thing in South Park where they have those guys and they, they, like, <laughs> they have like a dance off and those, those like street kids are from Denver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That's when they have the softball. And there's that guy, he's like, I'm from Denver. And they're like, <laughs> Is that, yeah. that's how he talks. Guys, I want you to know that 75% of any of like Will's geopolitical knowledge of America is from South Park. Just so you know. So, <laughs> anyway, Denver. Mm. So apparently this airport in Denver, which is just like any other airport. Is it just like the I'm national sure airport? I've been there actually because I went and visited some friends. Okay. Um, national airport, apparently... It has a conspiracy theory going where people think it is linked with the Illuminati. Why? I mean, people think everything's linked with the Illuminati. They think this I'm plant linked. I'm looking at is linked with the Illuminati. There's probably a listening device in there somewhere. But what little did you know that I actually put it in there. This airport has been tainted a little bit. Tainted? Did someone die? There was a statue which is built outside it, which is this giant horse, like mm-hmm. a galloping horse. Me. Guy that made it died. Okay. Okay. Why is that suspicious? How old was he when he died? Okay. Well, let me let me um, reel off a few things. Okay. Before we get into the nitty gritty. We get into the nitty gritty. Right? Okay. Because because right sounds, now that just sounds like someone had a heart attack. It sounds like some random guy died. I mean, everyone dies at some point. Right. So. This horse sculpture, which is a red-eyed horse, creepy as shit. It's a red-eyed horse. Yeah, Why? at the gates of the airport, really Why? did kill the sculpture who created it. Okay. He died of blood loss when part of the statue fell on him in his studio. Yeah. Wait, then why do they That's still have the creepy st- shit? Why do they still have the statue? Then they well, they took obviously it, put it up, there, didn't they? They took it out of his studio after yeah. he had been like fucking murdered. Yeah, by they're it? fucking crazy people. Okay. So apparently, from the top of this airport. It looks like a swastika. What? And apparently, hidden throughout the airport are like Nazi references, satanic references. Um, there are like weird paintings which are to do with the New World Order, like a bunch of like children like singing in unison. But there's like kind of a weird Nazi in the background. There are like. Um, Can I just ask you what? How does the Illuminati have anything to do with like Nazism? I don't know. You know, I don't know. I just always wonder that because I feel like the Illuminati is like a coverall for just like any weird shit that like could potentially have like an underlying message. Like, does that mean that all alt-right people who like believe in fascism or like Nazism like are also part of the Illuminati? Maybe it's to do the fact like the Nazi agenda was to wipe out like a certain race of people. Mm. So... The Illuminati is like controlling. Yeah, they were like the yeah. ruling party because that's of the part world. of like the big conspiracy, isn't it? Like that they're like trying to, in some weird fucked up way, make the world like this balanced place where everything is under this one unknowing eye really? and all this creepy shit. But um, so basically, this creepy airport. So swastika, swastikas. There's Cute. all these weird paintings. Why the fuck did the architect not go? Um, yeah, I doubt that people want this to be a swastika. Was that not something well, that people thought? I mean, yeah, you think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, but, I think you'd be aware of it. Then there's also Nazi symbols inside the airport. Yes, 
Can we do research on this, babe? Can we go to Denver just to like go to this airport? We should. And also, obviously, there are these kind of weird paintings. But the weird thing is, and this is where the real conspiracy comes from, is that the former Minnesota governor, Jess Ventura, thinks that Denver Airport sits above a giant network of tunnels that form a secret Whoa. base camp for government officials in the event of apocalypse. Wow. Other conspiracy lovers have said that these tunnels are part of a so-called FEMA concentration camp where undesirables would be sent for mass execution. What? Yes. Wait, so there are actually tunnels under Denver Airport? Well, we don't know that. But Jess Ventura, the former Minnesota, Minnesota governor, he thinks so. He thinks so or he knows so. He's part of the government. He should know that. Well, that's what he thinks. Maybe he does know. But he's former governor. Maybe he's a bit of a crackpot. That's true. Maybe or maybe they framed him to make it look like he was a crackpot because in reality, he knew the truth about the fact that there were underground tunnels and then they were Illuminati related because that is where the government was going to go if everything went tits up. <gasps> well, I mean, I guess that's, so that's, that's kind of the big thing. Like, they're saying that this airport is kind of this, this point in the world where there's a lot of weird stuff, stuff happening. Going on. Yeah. Well, then my question is, is this something where it's like, the Illuminati was like, we need a place where we can feel safe, but we can also get there pretty inconspicuously and like travel there without people being like, why are they there? Because why wouldn't you be at an airport? Like it's a gathering place. Mm. So it's not weird to see a bunch of people there like at the same time. Yeah, You know what I mean? So maybe it's there because it's like, oh, because if you had like a random place like area 51 where it's like out in the middle of the fucking desert and like a bunch of people were traveling there you'd be like why are all these people going out there to the desert but it's an airport you can just go onto the secret tunnels do your that creepy latin nazi chant get through they like go to the bathrooms and they do that harry potter thing where they stick their legs in the bathroom and then they get sucked under Ugh. and they're like he's like welcome agent number two Ooh. wait do you remember in harry potter when he goes in and it's when he, it's chamber of secrets and he has to open up the sinks and he speaks parseltown and the the, the bathrooms open up do you remember that yes and then he slides down that tunnel and there's that giant snakes getting all those dead bones that haunted me when i was little and that's what i'm picturing the denver airport is that you speak nazi latin in the bathroom <laughs> and it goes And then it all opens up. It all opens up. And then you slide down this tunnel. And then the Nazis are there and they're like, hey. Like, what's the people? What if they have like donuts at the front? They're, they're like, man, wow. Did you have like long travels? Like, they give you like a moist towelette and like some donuts. And they're like. <laughs> so it's like a VIP airport lounge. <laughs> but Illuminati if, style. Dude, if the Illuminati doesn't have a VIP lounge, I'm not a part of it. Yeah. Like, if you, if you can't get a black card to the Illuminati, what's the point of being in it? Yeah, that's true. That's a good you point. think Beyonce is going to be in the Illuminati if there's not a black card involved? Yeah, or like, some kind of yeah. VIP service? Exactly. Like, Because no. you know Beyonce and her reptilian skin. <laughs> you know that she has got to be part of that. Who else do they think is... A reptile. A reptile. They think a lot of people are reptiles. But all I'm saying is, if Blue Ivy and Bay and Jay <coughs> aren't getting those Illuminati black cards with, like, the shiny pyramid on front. Do you think... Their gold, shiny you pyramid. you really think that the cards have shiny pyramids on Absolutely, with no. the all-seeing eye in the middle. Babe, the shiny cards have nothing on them. They're just white Whoa. or black. Black, for sure. And they're an invisible ink. <gasps> or they're just white cards. 
but they're a special shape. And you know. Whoa. You know. That's what I'm thinking. Have you heard about that black? Well, they're just reptilians and they show their reptilian tongues. That too. Ah. <laughs> That's cute. That's really cute. What if, but you know what I picture the Illuminati's black card to look like? Have you heard of that, like, blacker than black, black pigment? They call it, like, the darkest black. Yes, I've heard about that. We've talked about this. Yes. It was on Reddit. Remember, yeah. we saw it on Reddit. And it's, like, so black. The pigment is so black in this color that it looks like like light is getting sucked into it. Like, it's insane. Yeah. That's the black that's on the black card. Oh, my gosh. What is that called? It's called something like... It's so, so like, super black. It is. <laughs> Me. <laughs> That's my new sitcom, Super Black. Me inventing, like, something which is blacker than black. Super black. Super black. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're inventive. Um, but that's what the cards would look like. And then, like, Madonna would be like, here's my black card. And it's, like, the blackest card. Good accent, BTW. Well, Madonna doesn't know what accent she has, so... Oh, bitch. Fuck, you wrecked her. I'm there. You tore a lesson. Oh, I'm there. Um, okay. So there you have it, guys. Denver Airport, center of the conspiracy, Illuminati, hellish Nazi nightmare. Mm. What do these paintings have on them? Like, did you see anything about the paintings? Yes, the paintings are like um, people in unison, like singing together. Like, people from all the world, all races together. Singing. Like, like, like everyone is together. Like, there's peace in the world. Wait, the but it's world. like a choir? So is it like, like a Christian thing or like, like a religious I'm not thing? Sure, to be honest, I'm meant to the airport. Oh, do we need to? Wow. Okay, so we do need to go to the airport then. Well, like I said before, I might have been once, but I have not seen said paintings. Okay, so next time I go through the Denver airport, which I think has never happened, out. I don't think that's ever happened, I will try to go through the Denver, Denver airport. I'm actually I'm going back to LA next week, so. Cruise by Denver. Yeah. See these paintings. Try and get down to the secret base. Yeah. Sailor Bay, the reptilians. Oh my god. Flash my black card. Yeah, yeah, get my black card. Get my moist towel and my donuts. Have, like, teleportation things. Oh, for sure. For sure. You back to LA. Oh my god. Do you think they could give me like a biotic arm or something? That would be cool. That'd be kind of hot. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Are you kind of into that? I would love a biotic arm. Oh my god. And I'd love half my face to be bionic. <gasps> I've always thought that was so hot. Like, okay, in Batman, how, what's his name? Oh. Harvey Dent. Is it Harvey Dent? Harvey Dent. He's two faced. Yeah. That was really hot to me. Um, that he wore a mask on one side of his face. But he didn't wear a mask, though. Did he just have a fucked up he face? Was, wasn't he in like a horrific, 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 horrific? Wasn't he in a horrific accident? Yeah, he burned half that of his face. Burned half his face. Yeah. So that's that's why he had two faces. Well, but that guy from Teen Titans, he had the bionic cyborg. Yeah, I loved cyborg. I thought he was really hot. That's me. I want to have like a red eye and be able to like see code and shit. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that episode of Teen Titans where cyborg like? gets taken by some weird like scientist dude who like does all these experiments on him to like see if he's human do you remember that episode no. that shit kind of fucked me up when i was little really yeah but you know who i thought was Teen Titans. go and then they had the japanese version of the show and i never realized this but if you watch the japanese version of the show the intro um you know it's gonna be a silly episode they actually did that as an indicator because like the the original theme song always meant that there was going to be a serious episode or an episode that meant that that played along with the plot but all the japanese ones like all the ones that had the japanese title sequence were just fun episodes 
Wow, that's really crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that until later on, and I saw that on a subreddit, and I was, was like, what? Was it for what? parents? So parents have, like, an idea of what their kids are watching. I guess so. I think it was also the creators just being goof. Oh, Goof-tastic, cool. yeah. But you know who's really hot in that? There we go. Sorry, but... And it kind of ties into Illuminati, because her dad was, like, a freak. Was Raven. Right. Raven was so hot to me. I loved Raven. She had mm. thick thighs. Okay, I think, I think we're going off <laughs> now. So, there you have it, folks. Conspiracy camps. We've spoken about pets. Have we? <laughs> we talked about dragonflies, about Will. Dragonflies. We are so tired. We need to go I'm to bed, guys. so tired. We need to go to bed. We spoke about... Sighing to death. Sighing to death. <laughs> or to sighing to me, life. I'm going to go upstairs and sigh myself to sleep. Ex- excuse <laughs> me while I sigh myself to the best health that I've ever experienced in life. Um, thank you guys for watching, as always. Or listening. Or listening. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Please feel free to tweet us any suggestions you may have. Mm-hmm. You can tweet me just at my at, which is Will Dubshire. And then uh, your at, which is Arden Rose. Yep. If you have any suggestions for things we can talk about, please send us our way. We're always trying to find new things to talk about. Yes. And I've I've seen a couple things that you guys have been sending me that are really cute. Like, um, I saw some ad- additions to the Pixar theories that we talked about. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. And people were like, oh, there's this all this stuff about... Um, who's the girl in the Pixar movies with the hat? Yeehaw! <laughs> Jesse. Jesse. Oh my god, I was going to call her Jenny. So I'm so glad you said Jesse. Um, I saw one of you guys tweeting me about how there's a whole Jesse conspiracy theory about how she spans across the universe. Oh wow, that's really cool. Yeah, so we can talk about that kind of stuff if you guys are interested in that. But also, obviously, we have a lot of anecdotal fun things to talk about at any given time. So if you have any questions for us or any articles you guys want us to discuss, anything relevant or something that you find funny and topical... We are down to discuss it. We're not, like, pigeonholed into our format. We can always add new things. That's mm. why we did, like, our treasure hunting yeah, yeah. segment. So whatever you guys want to hear. We are here to talk about it for your enjoyment and your commute to work or school or just hanging out, taking a bath. Well, on that note. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much. And we will see you all next week. Yep. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Crash on my couch would not be crash on my couch without the help of these wonderful people. Mm-hmm. A special thanks to executive producer Tim Street, my manager Byron Ashley, producer Emma Kikuchi, and our editor Jason Perrier, and for production assistance from Alan O'Brien. Thank you guys.